Good evening, everyone. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to our live broadcast tonight. And uh, we're going to continue on with Ephesians part 11. We're going to be looking at, uh, starting at chapter 4, verse 1. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can contact me at jasondemars.com. We sure appreciate you. And we just ask for your prayers for the ministry and for the uh, believers in the Middle East. Um, church services are starting to get going there again uh, just in the last few weeks. So pray for uh, the ministers and the believers working and living there. Um, let's start with Ephesians 4, verse 1, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. Amen. The vocation speaks of the job, the career, the, the life that you're living, the, your walk with Christ is your main job. <laughs> it's your main duty. It's your main purpose in life. You don't have your work um, for whatever company you're working for or self-employed or whatever it is to make money as your primary mission in life. Your primary mission in life is your calling in Christ, your walk with Christ. Paul calls himself the prisoner of the Lord. At this point in time in his life, he is a prisoner on a house arrest in Rome, awaiting his uh, trial before Caesar. Walk worthy. In other words, live up, live up to the holy and high calling that you have in Jesus Christ. Don't live down and below that, but walk in such a way that it would be worthy of naming the name of Christ in your life. Uh, verse 2, with all lowliness, so the, the kind of walk should be characterized as this, with all lowliness, and meekness, lowliness, you know, speaks of being, being humble, not lifting yourself up, exalting yourself, being proud, but lowliness. You understand who you are. You're a sinner saved by God's grace. You're in need of His grace at every moment. You're in need of His strength. You're in need of the Lord in every moment. And meekness, meekness means being willing to be led. Moses was the meekest man in all the earth. It didn't mean he was weak. It meant he was willing to be led by God. With long-suffering, with patience, forbearing, putting up with each other. Don't 
don't get so offended, frustrated with people um, if they've done wrong, if they've hurt you, if they're not doing what they should be doing. That's all right. Bear with them. Just put up, put up with them. Don't, <laughs> don't merely put up with them. But you get what I'm saying is just deal with them where they're at. Love them where they're at. Don't shame them. Don't judge them. Love with love them. Have patience. Putting up with each other, uh, bearing with each other in love. Don't 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 be so um, uptight with people. Easily frustrated, easily offended. Bear with each other in love. Verse three. Endeavoring. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. You know, it's putting an effort, putting a desire. You, you put work into this to do what? To keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There's a great value upon keeping unity in the body of Christ. Uh, Paul is saying, work, endeavor, struggle to do what? To fight? No. Struggle to maintain unity of what? Of the Spirit. So why? So the Spirit of God can move amongst you when there's arguing and clamor and gossip and backbiting. The Spirit can't move amongst you. But when you're endeavoring to Love, be patient, bear with each other. God can move. The unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Peace amongst believers makes a bond. It binds us together. And when that happens, the Spirit moves amongst us. Verse 4, there is one body. What body? There's one body of Christ. There's not 19,000 bodies. There's not 20,000 denominations. There's one body. This scripture here shows us dividing the body of Christ, splitting up into denominations, is sinful. It's wrong. It's against the Word of God. We're to keep the unity. We have to have one body and there is one spirit. There's not two spirits, three spirits. There's one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. Where, what's the one hope of our calling? That we're going to have a new body? Our body will be changed to be like unto Jesus' glorious body? And that this earth will be renewed and you and I will live on it, ruling and reigning with Christ. We have one hope of our calling one lord that's the lord jesus christ there's not two lords there's only one lord that's jesus christ one faith not 20,000 faiths not thousands of denominations one faith the bible faith that which was brought by god through revelation to paul paul said if 
if I or an angel from heaven preach to you any other gospel than what we've already preached, let him be accursed. There's only one faith we must walk after. One baptism. There's one baptism. Not three baptisms, not many options. There's one option, that's baptism in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Well, I thought it was the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Trinity that was in us. There's one Spirit that's in one body. There's one Spirit that is in us. Who is that Spirit? God. John 4.24, God is Spirit. One God and Father in all who's above, through, and in. God is in us. Not another person. God Himself, who is a Spirit, dwells and lives within us. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Everyone has given grace. God has measured out faith to us. He's measured out the gifts and graces that are given to you and I as believers. He's measured them to us and given them to us by grace. That is His his love, His purpose amongst us. I uh, want to thank you for listening in. We appreciate that. Once again, any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions, please contact me through the website, jasondemars.com. May God richly bless you.